0: of steel and this is phoenix down episode number 80 (laughs) who else (laughs) is in the room yeah we got duke nukem (laughs) we also have matt hey guys and anthony
1: wow i wasn't expecting that actually and you even told us beforehand and i I told you
0: beforehand i was gonna be doing duke
1: and i didn't i I still wasn't expecting that all right
0: (laughs) maximum my maximum Duke. I've got balls of fail. I heard that a bunch.
1: Yep. Uh, I did too. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we are doing Duke Nukem Forever uh, for our next bad game. Why is this considered a bad game?
1: Because after, what, 13 years in development or whatever, and uh, feature creep, which, I mean, it's pretty well documented why the, what would have been, 99 or whatever, was, I think, when it was supposed to originally launch. It's it's well known that anytime, the guy in charge of um, 3D Realms, anytime he saw another game, he wanted to beat that. So basically, Duke Nukem just kept, like, there's no way you are ever going to beat the next thing to the market. You just kind of have to release what you have and hope that it's good. And uh, so... Yeah, you can improve on the past, but
2: it's hard to improve on the future.
1: Right. So Duke Nukem was stuck until basically the rights were stripped away from 3D Realms um, and went to Gearbox and then we got what we got. And I think a lot of people just wanted to be salty on it because there was no possible way this game was ever going to live up to expectations after, again, 13 years. And it's funny because we never had that conversation about Prey, the original, not the new Bethesda title. um, And that was the same issue. It was 3D Realms. uh, That was a game that was actually going to do something really unique And, again, mismanagement within the company made that game fall apart until years later, where it still used the same sort of portal technology. But imagine a game that looked like Turok. That was going to be Prey, and it was still going to be able to do that portal thing. um, And it just never came to be. And we don't, well, now Prey is a totally different conversation. But if you look, Prey was never criticized to the extent that Duke Nukem was. And then maybe because Duke Nukem's jokes just don't land in, what is it, 2009 when this game came out or whatever? 2011,
0: my friend. Eleven. So, you know,
1: it's that could be a big portion of it, too. The the jokes just didn't stick like they used to and that people grew up. I'm not sure. But uh, this isn't a bad game.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't think it's it's plays fine. That's the thing uh, yeah. I think it's just, and this game turned into a parody of itself. I think. While Duke Nukem has always been kind of goofy, and I don't know, like, like I've played I played Duke Nukem three D back in the day, and
2: yeah, I, I don't. I remember it being goofy, but this is like, they've doubled down on that. That is like their, you know, we're going to live or die on this one flagpole. Yeah.
0: And this one's making fun of itself. Like, oh, it took me 12 years to get this game out. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know how to describe this game. It's weird. It's like a product of its time, but it, the time but- had way passed. <laughs>
2: Its time also spans decades.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. So for the people who don't know who Duke Nukem is, Duke Nukem who, is
2: who are you? First off,
0: yeah. He he's a guy who kills aliens when they start to take over the world. While quoting eighties movies, yeah. While while I while mean being a parody of eighties movies. If if
1: you on them his most well known quotes are all from popular 80s or or at least cult 80s films.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Hail to the king, baby. Is not yeah. a Duke Nukem quote.
0: No. That's from Army of did. Darkness*.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. Is from *They Live*.
1: Yeah. Um. There's a, yeah, there's a lot. Um,
0: I don't know I'll about, about, about ass, but
1: <laughs> well, that might be a Duke original.
0: That may be. That may be. Um,
1: yeah, and it's funny because uh, you know if you there's a really good uh, retrospective from uh, Lazy Game Reviews or LGR as he's now known, um, and who because he loves Duke Nukem. In fact, he does one of the best impressions to the point where he was basically hired to do a Duke Nukem impression in a video game that I can't recall. Um, And the first two Duke Nukem games, they aren't like Duke Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem 3D had an attitude adjustment where that's kind of how we remember Duke Nukem. There was a bunch of spinoffs, but there was no real follow-up to Duke Nukem 3D. And then we have Duke Nukem Forever. Um, And, like, the original Duke Nukem 3D, uh, it was a first-person shooter in the vein of Doom, but it had a lot of interactivity. Uh, There was a jump button, which seems sort of plain now, but at that time was a change. And a lot of secrets, but the formula that Duke Nukem took was made better in other 3D Realms games um, they ended up dropping Blood which went to Monolith but they did end up releasing Shadow Warrior still and the rights Shadow Warrior would eventually go to Devolver Digital and um, that's a totally different approach to a 90s game that works better I would say It obviously had a little bit more time to cook because it came out much later than Duke Nukem Forever, but the first remake of Shadow Warrior is a much better handled title.
0: But it's in the same vein as Duke Nukem, where they're making dumb quotes and stereotypes and stuff like that while shooting things in a 3D space.
1: Yeah, it feels more aware of itself, though. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that this game is
0: aware of itself fully? Do Nukem Forever? I think is. Well, I, I don't think know. I think
1: it. That. I think it thinks it is. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That, yeah. I agree with Matt. Like, yeah, we made a joke about how long it took to come out,
0: and then it's like, okay, that's it. So, would you would you say that it feels? So, in in that same vein, does it feel like? kind of like Matt Hazard in that way where it knows it's trying to pretend like it knows what it's doing? In, in some ways, I think so, for sure.
1: And that's kind of the reason why I suggested it. It was... We, we had it on the list yeah, from the beginning. But I, after playing Matt Hazard I still feel this is handled better. But it's the same issue. It's a yeah. better playing game which is a, is a obviously in its favor but um, it, it still is we'll, we'll cover some of it but it, it it knows that when it's going to poke fun at the medium of video games it needs to make fun of video games and it doesn't need to be just weird like there's a clear moment where they just took a shot at a, at a very big franchise and I went. See, that's how you do it. At least, like, I'm not going to say, like, "Oh, that was great humor," like round of applause. But at the same time, like, that's what I expect from a game that's trying to make it clear that we are making fun of video games here, and and it does so in its mechanics to some extent. In this game, it does it enough where it's like, I can see how they built this this joke. And it falling flat might just be me. I don't know. When in Matt Hazard, I would be like, I know that you were going for humor, but I don't know how you figured this was going to work out. Like, I don't know who the audience for some of these jokes are at all. When at least with Duke Nukem, I go, all right, I know who that joke is for. It's for someone that doesn't like that franchise, maybe. You know?
0: Matt what were, you were about to say something
2: yeah I was just gonna say that um I assume I know which scene you're talking about with the oh, yeah, oh yeah. other franchise but that actually like as soon as that happened I kind of went this doesn't really make sense because this game is certainly aped to mechanics from
1: mm-hmm. that franchise and that's so, the, the unaware portion of this game yeah
2: exactly and that that's what I would highlight as the part that's unaware, like you'd make fun of other games, but clearly you've taken so many pieces from other games that you're not outside of your own firing range
1: that was that was a big criticism with this game now um I, actually it's good that we bring it up before we start did uh I, I don't know if it was not you did what what did you play it on both of you uh,
0: xbox one via emulation from 360
2: I played the uh PS3
1: version okay I played the PC version did either of those versions have the option to switch between two weapons to four weapons no
2: no In that was options? a patch that, that was a patch that came out after the fact on the PC I think
1: that's what I thought so I got to play I get to play with four weapons
2: and it also really, I think, that, I believe that patch also really reduced the load times because those are absolutely heinous.
0: Holy moly, man, they are bad like,
2: on Xbox. They feel like some of the worst I've ever seen. Given how quickly sometimes you can die.
0: Yeah,
1: they're bad. Uh, that's rough. I was wondering if it was in the console. If it was ever patched into the console version. I know. Yeah. Because let me tell you that is a lifesaver in some extent to like in some levels. I was just like, great. I have this with me
0: still. Yeah. That's, that's rough. So yeah, uh, history with the game. I have never played Duke Nukem forever. Um, I know all about it. Um, I know Ken loved it. He said, it's Duke Nukem. He's exactly what he wanted. Um, but no, I never played it. Didn't really care too. I was like, yeah, who cares about Duke Nukem now? Hmm.
2: I almost thought it was a game I would play at some point because I played the first three, all three of them, kind of when they were relevant and certainly enjoyed them. I mean, I didn't have certainly as many games back then. So when I picked up these games, I, I really got a lot out of them for, you know, relatively limited compared to some other games in scope. But, you know, i I played, I think, the all, all three of the main games. I've never played any of the spin off games before this. So there were a couple on the PlayStation. It looks like one on the 64.
1: And there never was played. one, I think, on the PC, although it might have been on um, one of the other ones. It was a side-scroller.
0: Hmm.
1: Nuclear Meltdown or something like that. It Manhattan, has two subtitles. That's it. Is Manhattan Project, or the- yeah, it's it's a bad yeah. title.
0: Um, is it Manhattan Project? Because I thought that was an intro. Yeah.
1: game. Um, it's Manhattan Project, and it's Total Mutant Mayhem is what's <laughs> underneath. And I don't know if that was a title or not, but um, yeah, that that came out on uh, Windows, and then it was later released on iOS and 360. Yeah, so I, I
2: never played any for- of those spin off games, but you know, I kind of almost figured I would play Duke Nukem forever, if only to see what happens to a game after fourteen years of development.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it, I
2: it, I do think it's interesting playing it right after Matt Hazard because my first impression was, Holy crap, this game's gorgeous Not it, it actually isn't, but relative to Eat Lead, I I thought it was quite the step up vision.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: that's a
0: sad huh yeah I mean the bar set pretty low but yeah ah, man I don't know so yeah um, anything with your history
1: Um. okay so I bought a used copy of this game for next to nothing thinking I'd play it I started up on P- uh, PS3 once just didn't get very far started up my PC copy to see I think this is when I bought my first graphics card off a of friend um, and it's so, like alright and then didn't play anymore because uh, I wanted to run it in like you know the highest options, and my back graphic card still couldn't handle it. I think I'm not really sure why I didn't play very much. Um, so I, you know, this is the first time going through the full full game. I played I played a fair bit of it on PS3, but I just never finished it.
0: No. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Um, we start off by playing. A video game in a video game. So,
1: surprise. It's introduced here, um, if you use the toilet, I'm pretty sure, that you get an ego boost. And yeah, I think this, so. And this is the. What I do like about it is that Duke can't die. His ego
0: can just be hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, his health bar is his ego and he can get ego boosts by doing certain things around the levels. So, one of the like the first few levels, like oh, you can go punch a punching bag and it makes your ego boost go up. You can look in a mirror and admire yourself and it makes your ego go up. <laughs> um, and these are
2: per- permanent boosts. Yeah, these so are permanent
0: health boosts.
2: Small, but they'll they'll add up over the course of the game. It looks like yeah.
0: Uh, and there's a bunch of them. There's a ton of them. Uh, and I have to say, I don't know who wrote that fact, but that fact that we're using is so detailed. That is one of the most detailed facts I've ever seen for Duke Nukem forever. (laughs) But yeah, um, the, so those are kind of the mechanics. He has ego. You can increase your maximum ego by defeating bosses and doing stuff that interacts with the, with the world. Um, he, he also uh can only carry two weapons on the console versions. Uh And a lot of them are kind of reoccurring weapons. In fact, I think all of them so far have been in previous Duke Nukem games. And they all look the same, too. Like the Ripper and uh, the Rocket Launcher looks the exact same. Uh He's still got his pistol, which is useless. <laughs> Um, he can pick up items and throw it at enemies for almost instant kill. I hit a guy with a barbell one time, and it killed him. But uh, Oh,
1: yeah. I threw uh There was
2: one part where there was a bunch of statues of Duke, and I picked those up off the wall and started throwing them, and I think they were one-hit kills also.
0: Yeah. And, he, of course, he has... Uh, His painkiller is beer, so he drinks beer and gets drunk, and he doesn't take damage for a while. Also, he has steroids that he can take that juice him up, and he can then one-hit-kill punch guys. Classic Duke Nukem. A role model to everybody.
2: I was going to say, he's not your typical role model.
0: There are achievements for uh, taking uh, steroids there's an achievement for drinking beer and then there's an achievement for drinking beer while on steroids. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, going back to the story, we, we begin by playing a video game version of Duke Nukem. You don't realize it. Uh, you're, you're playing the beginning part of a game and you're running around. Uh, the, the EDF is there. And there's a few interactable things that you can do, like draw on a uh, chalkboard or, um, what's the other thing? There's another thing. Pick up shit out of the toilet and throw it around. That's right. You have to, you have to, you first start off in the bathroom and you're peeing. You can pee. You can grab a turd out of a toilet and throw it at somebody. All of which gives you achievements and ego boosts. Um, but anyway, going through this area, you're in some kind of a stadium where there's a, a football field and you have your first boss fight, which is just this giant thing where you shoot rockets at it until it it's, dies. It's the Cycloid Emperor. It's a remake of a boss from Duke Nukem 3D. There you go.
1: And you, when you kill it, you get to do the same thing. Uh, it's eye, you pull its eyeball out and then you kick it down the field. Yeah, you kick a field goal. It's good. Which I mean, yeah. The final if there's boss no other of the original Duke Nukem 3D,
2: yeah. Say so there's no other like encapsulation of what this game is like. You know, it's a boss fight. It's kicking a field goal with an eye, and then it's a one-liner. Like that's this game in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that's that's Duke Nukem. So after you kill that boss, it zooms out, and oh, you're playing a video game as Duke Nukem. And he makes the comment of like, oh, the, or he's all right. So first off, he's getting he's getting a blowjob from twins, and they're saying, "Wow, the graphics look great on that game." He said, "Well, it what? better be because it took twelve fucking years to get it done." What's the twins' name? I do you have to tell me? I don't know. The, the wholesome twins. <laughs> the wholesome, wholesome twins. What a timely reference, everybody! <laughs> no, we'll we'll get the timely references. Don't worry. So, at this point, Duke is a celebrity people people think that he is like the biggest star known to man um and everybody like they've made statues out of him he owns half of las Vegas um and he he relishes in it he's got mansions a, he's got mansions and statues in his name, and it's stupid. And, uh, but you get reports over the television saying that, uh, the aliens from 12 years ago, uh, they're trying to do peace treaties with them, the United States is. Uh, but, uh, more ships have arrived and they, people are starting to get a little nervous. Uh, but Duke has other things he has to do. He has to go on a talk show.
1: The aliens are just, if you listen, they're just waiting in line on Duke Berger. <laughs> At one point, they're just waiting in line for burgers.
0: So, uh, we make our way down to, uh, this area where they're going to have a talk show. Uh, and the talk show, unfortunately, gets canceled because of the whole alien invasion thing. Minor details. Yeah. Uh, and then we run into yet another dated, um, Reference or joke uh, a guy pretending to be Christian Bell, freaking out about lights <laughs> and yelling at a guy. So, anybody who doesn't remember that, uh there was a movie called Terminator Salvation. No, Terminator Genesis. No, Salvation. Salvation. Was it Salvation? Okay, which I can't Genesis I, remember. The, I remember it because Genesis it's the reason I hate Christian
1: Bell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, it's the newer one that was awful too. On the uh, it, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'd like to know that. They, it, so that is ten years old. The Christian Bale yelling at the lighting guy. Sure. It's ten years old. It took place in two thousand nine. This game
0: came out in two thousand eleven. So that's a two-year-old reference. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it
1: was, like, two years old by the date. Wow. So anyway. There was a moment beforehand that if you walked up to a guy uh, in the... Um, we, we should know what I microwaved a rat. I'm just <laughs> going to say I did it because I wanted to let everybody know. You can microwave popcorn to get an eco-boost, but then I heard a rat squeaking, picked up the rat, put it inside the microwave, and then blew that up. Um, but in the... Uh, in one of the rooms, like the cafeteria, not it's not a cafeteria, in the break room or whatever, a guy goes, I've named my daughter a Duquette after you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, they're doing a pretty good job at least of establishing that like Duke Nukem is this celebrity that everybody loves, not just the women. Um, you sign a kid's book. At one point and you can just I just drew a dick in it. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> that's I tried Duke to sign to at the bottom of the
2: page and it didn't work and so I just drew a dick.
1: Um we didn't mention though, however, that when you are inside Duke's apartment still, you can play pool for the first time. Yeah. I did that for a good twenty minutes. Because the physics in this game isn't great. And uh, you have to get all the balls into the holes. And um, it was a pain in the ass. And then they gave me only two Ego. And I went, all right, fuck that. <laughs> that's annoying.
2: Yeah, I did the same thing with uh, Air Hockey later in the game. Yeah. And I was kind of like, this isn't good, but it's entertaining enough. And I'm like, I, I'm i not sure yet, but maybe that's the way I would describe this whole game.
1: <laughs> the, the The Air Hockey... So we just we'll probably won't go into detail on all this stuff later. Um, the air hockey was a lot easier with a mouse. I so oh, I've been yeah, playing this but... game with a controller on PC because it's just it's a mess uh, to play with all the it's a mess to play with mouse and keyboard. I found so I'm just like I'm going to play with the controller, and it's very clear that this game is set up to work with a controller more yeah. so than a PC and. Um, but taking over with that the, uh, on the air, with the mouse on the air hockey was a thousand times easier. Um, we'll just cover it now though. Pinball
0: sucks. True. Pinball is bad.
1: Yeah.
0: I, spent, I don't even know
1: how to get the ego boost for it.
0: You have to get a hundred thousand points. Fuck that noise. Yep.
1: That yeah. is one of the worst pinball experiences I've ever had. That's just a horrible pinball table. Yeah. It, I didn't get it. No, I'm pretty that. sure it's based off of, balls of steel that was a Duke Nukem tie-in pinball game okay. on pc
0: well there you go
1: but that probably had better physics i had the ball get stuck at one point i did too it just stuck it just sat there and i went really you can't tilt the, the yeah uh... well i didn't realize that i was i remember i was playing with, at that point i was playing with keyboard and mouse and it just i was like, i have no idea how to Get this to, and then all of a sudden I just hit a bunch of buttons and then it jostled it into place. So like, alright. Yeah. Some of these are great, like the, the, having to put the weights on to weight lift. Um, playing a little bit of poker is fine. Uh, slot machine was annoying because it's all luck based. Um, some of them are, are, are funny or, or at least enjoyable. And then there's others where they're like, "Well, if you engage more with it, you get a bigger ego boost." Well, a plus three, when the amount of effort I'm putting in is way more than you know a bunch like three separate plus ones. Like this sucks. Like I, the pinball was so bad. I I, I have not gotten that boost, and I just don't care.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not putting effort into this piece of shit. <laughs>
0: So yeah, there's tons of interactable stuff to do and to get a ego boost, but I, you know, I, if, if it's something simple like punching a punching bag, sure. Or yeah, I, I put the, I put the, uh, the weights on the, on the bench press and did a bench press kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I spent way too much time on that pinball and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this again. So, uh, but yeah, the, uh, talk shows canceled. Because of the alien invasion thing, or not really alien invasion just yet. Um, we run into uh, Christian Bell. Uh, you get an ego boost for punching him. Um, but eventually, um, the invasion actually happens. Um, and you have to go to the Duke Cave, uh, which is so stupid. so they've got a museum of Duke Nukem and there's a kid wanting to get his picture taken on the throne of Duke Nukem. So we have to get a picture taken with him. Then we have to sit on our own throne and then go down into the Duke cave. (laughs) Um, And I figured, oh, this is where we're going to gear up and then go fight some aliens. No, this is now we run around punching aliens because why can't we pick up guns? Um, and there's some puzzle elements to this game, too, uh, which kind of took me by surprise. Yeah, me too. I was gonna
2: say, I didn't expect those at all, really, and I didn't know what to do at first on a couple of them. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, it so-
1: reminds me of Half-Life, to some extent. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, a, a less intense <laughs> thinking Half-Life, but, um, Half-Life and, uh god, what was the other game? A mix of Half-Life and something like uh, No One Lives Forever with a lot of interactivity. But, uh, yeah, like there, there's quite a few puzzles in this game, which is surprising because I, I didn't remember those. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually like the puzzles. It breaks up the shooting segments.
0: Yeah. I didn't mind them either. There was some where I was like, what am I doing here? Like I was like, I can't figure this out. But um, yeah, this is like replacing batteries or there's some that's like kind of physics based where you're trying to make something teeter down to you so you can get on it and stuff like that. Uh But yeah, eventually we, we start fighting aliens. Um, I finally get able to pick up a gun, which is their laser gun that shoots a burst. I don't like that gun at all. Aliens move so sporadically in this game; it's hard to get a beat on anything. Which is yeah. why I like shotguns yeah. and machine guns because I just hold down the trigger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, especially the pigs, the, uh, the 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 pig cops or whatever. Especially the ones that like the berserker ones. Really hate them. Yeah, like they suck.
1: Those the ones that jump at you. You mean?
0: Yeah. 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 They and the weird they weirdly seem to
1: float, float in the air when they come at you.
0: Yeah, they float in the air and will pounce and hit you, and you think they're going to land right in front of you. No, they're behind you somehow, and so now I have to turn around and try and shoot them. At that point, they're already frantically moving somewhere else, and to the point where I'm like, the shotgun is not even helping me at this. You know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. There have been some cheap deaths like that. There's also some more cheap deaths that I experience later on when we're walking through the streets of Las Vegas where guys will throw red barrels at you. Oh, yeah. Instantly killing you. And that's really annoying. But, yeah. um, So we go down the Duke Cave. We get the President of the United States... Uh, telling us not to get involved. And the president of the EDF, the Earth Defense Force, I guess. Uh, who's also saying, hey, we need to listen to the president here. He's, We're trying to do a peace treaty with these guys. Don't get involved. And of course, Duke has to get involved. Um, but yeah, they're straight up invading us anyway. So... Um. The first real action that we get is a turret where we go up kind of to the streets of Las Vegas and have to shoot down a bunch of planes as well as a mothership. Um, I died a bunch here because of those laser guys.
2: Mm, I think I died here once accidentally.
0: Yeah. But since I died here... So here's the thing. This game, as far as the achievements go, is weird. So let's say I shot down three of those planes, right? And then I died. It still counts those three planes. I got like four achievements in this one section here because I died like three times. And it was like, oh, you shot down ten planes. I'm like, well, I really only shot down two. But did they count the ones from the previous time I died? So,
2: don't the, don't most games do that though? That's the way you would have some you know counting achievements like that carry over from one playthrough to another.
0: Maybe I just I don't know. I, I just found it so strong. Well, they were giving them out like candy. Yeah, there are a lot of
2: a lot of achievements in this game.
0: Yeah, um, everything just kept popping up. I was like, wow, I'm just keep getting achievements here. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our first. Real boss fight is the mothership shooting that thing down, and then you know trying to shoot down the the planes or the the ships, the smaller ships before they shoot us with a laser. Um,
2: and a good uh, a good early example of this game really trying to change up
0: gameplay. Yeah, solving that first puzzle.
2: It does so much of this with like different gameplay types, driving sections, turret sections. I don't know for better or worse it's certainly again committed to it.
0: Yeah. we had to change out some batteries. This is this happened before the turret section. You had to change out some batteries and the last battery was behind a locked door that was slightly open. So we had to use a remote control car to go around this little area and push a battery through the hole. And I was like, "Okay. Sure." Couldn't figure that out, to be honest with you. <laughs> but then it, it shows up later on. Um, after we take down that mothership, we end up going through the casinos, which is called the Lady Killers Casino. Um, and as soon yeah, as we, Lady Killer Casino. Yeah, as soon as we walk through to the beginning part of this level, something happens to Duke. He gets shrunk. A little mini Duke running around. I do. I do appreciate that they made his voice squeaky. Yes. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> yeah, he he gets shrunk down, and the first thing he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> it's so stupid." <laughs> and,
1: and that's why. I, and it's moments like that where it's just like this this level of absurdity that I appreciate because another game would have given at this moment Duke a reason to drive just a normal vehicle and they're like fuck that we're gonna have you drive through a casino and I'm like alright
0: yep so you drive through a casino on a remote control car yeah you find a kid who's like oh my god it's Duke Nuco and they don't really seem to pay attention
1: too much to the fact that he's been shrunk down (laughs) he's just like you can use my remote control car and here's where we have a joke that I went "Uh, okay did you Either of you
0: listen to the mother. <laughs> I think she said, like, you can drive me any day or something like that.
1: Oh, I wish.
0: I, I fucking wish. What is, is this the
2: one where she... Is this the... Because I know at one point there was a comment about, oh, he's so little, I wonder if I could fit him all up inside me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. There. Right. So this is the first one of those. There's actually twice that you get... A fucking comment about shoving Duke up a vagina. <laughs> yeah. And I just went... to entire Are we fucking bodies? having this? What is this like, actually happening? Like, someone wrote this. Like, okay.
2: This is the kind of thing where... It, if it had been more of this humor and less of the other absurdity... It wouldn't have felt a little bit more creepy to me. Or, like... Yeah. Like, off-putting. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous... And that kind of comment, I, I, I don't know. Is it funny? I
1: guess I was more dumbfounded and didn't remember have because I definitely know that I played through the casino originally, and I just went, "Wow, I remember that." Yeah, that comment. Wow, that's a lot. That's a really fucking weird comment to make, but I'm like, okay, throwaway joke, and then they made the same joke again. No. They, re- someone really had this like burning desire to make this joke twice, which is
0: uncomfortable <laughs> as shit. Yeah, that that feels like the kind of joke that would be heard in like a National Lampoon movie, and I'm talking yeah, like the '90s and 2000s version of yeah, National Lampoon. say the '70s yeah. version of National Lampoons that would have been in there too. Yeah, but um, or you know what? I feel like the writers of the Man show made this game. <laughs> if anybody remembers that show. Oh, I remember that show. Yep. Yeah. Man. Jimmy Kimmel got his start there. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we drive around this casino um, in a remote-control car, uh, avoiding enemies, and... Uh, jumping, uh, a bunch of jumps. There's a few little small puzzles that we have to solve, jumping puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, but th- eventually we get turned back into, you know, standard size Duke Nukem. And so it begins when I, 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 then thought, okay, where do I go? Oh, I've got to go all the way through the area that I just went through again. And I was like, oh, we're doing this already. Yeah. After so, some
2: clear platforming, you need to do some This game has a lot more platforming than I expected also.
0: Yeah, and the platforming there's, is not good.
1: I like the portion when you had to uh get out of the car and platform over the tables and everything. Yeah. To hit a switch on the wall. That was pretty good. Um and uh there's you know, I also have to say like there's quite a bit of um uh Environmental destruction going on. Yep, you should watch like pillars explode and stuff. Uh, I did, however, there's a certain portion where you have to boost the car up on like one of the posters, which I, are all Duke related, of course. And some of them, I'm like, okay, I like that reusing the original art. And then you drive up a statue of a girl bending over. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just—it's the small it's not, like, funny on its own, it's just the fact that this character in this world is obviously a real character and, like, everybody's just kind of okay with it. And this is exactly what I'd expect from this character. I'm like, alright. I I was like, that's exactly what I'd expect from this game. My expectations are low, and they're hitting
0: everyone them. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, after that, um, we go back through the level now shooting enemies. This is when we're first introduced to the the, the pig monsters.
1: Uh, it they they are awful. Yeah, I miss the original pig cops.
0: Yeah, I
2: also hate the guys that teleport behind me.
0: Yep, those are the those are the flying yeah, guys. The, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Fuck those guys too.
0: Um. But uh, yeah, go through this area again, and then we have another puzzle where we have to use a statue of Duke Nukem. Uh, it's the same uh, logo of the original Duke Nukem 3D, like where he has like his his like his leg up on a dead body, and he's aiming his guns up and down kind of thing. And we have to use that statue, rotate it to where we can reach a top platform. So here's another jumping puzzle. I fell down here, like, so many times. Like, it, just, yeah. it, it feels like I'm teetering all the time. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to fall here. I know it.
1: I did this first shot.
0: Oh, <laughs> Which, again,
1: may be a PC console issue. I don't know. I'm just an idiot,
2: and I was like, all right, what is he supposed to point his gun at? Because there's a laser sight on the gun. And so I just kept rotating it around and never thought to move the arm up. So I climbed up on the buildings a couple of times, jumped up on him and I'm like, all right, maybe from up here I can see what I'm supposed to shoot at. And then I'm like, oh, clearly there's a balcony up here. Uh, that's clearly where I have to go. But it, yeah, it took me longer than I care to admit.
0: Hmm. There was also a guy saying, hey, Duke, use your arms to get up here.
2: Oh, I didn't <laughs> hear that guy. <laughs>
0: it's a nice little hint. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Gosh, where do we go from here? Is that when the elevator? Is that when we do the elevator?
1: Fucking, the the casino starts to blur together.
0: Yeah. Eventually we make it to an elevator. (laughs) And, uh, there's a woman in the elevator and she is, once again, another dumb joke about sex. Uh, she wants us to pull the brake. And she's like, pull it again, pull it harder, pull it harder. And I'm just like, come on, guys. You know what? That totally went over my head.
2: Yeah, this whole section confused the hell out of me because I couldn't tell if I was doing anything right or wrong or at all. I was so
1: irritated that I couldn't hold... Duke, you can do all this shit, but can't hold the brake back fully. I have to keep fucking pumping the brake. Right? Like, fucking... But I I didn't even get the sex references. I, I was just so irritated. The fucking thing was just like... Oh, you can only hold it for so long. I'm like, suck my dick. Just let me hold the fucking brake back.
0: Yep. So the elevator's falling. We have to hold the brake, otherwise we'll both die. And the whole time she's screaming, "Harder, harder, harder!" Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, eventually we run into the EDF again.
1: I do like that they partner you with another crazy son of a bitch.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we're it's like, we, yeah, let's fucking go. We've, we've made it to uh, right before the, the, the streets of Las Vegas. Uh, we get a, kind of a small briefing with uh, the EDF. And they tell us um, every all the aliens have started attacking. Most of them have shown up at the Duke Dome. Which is where we need to make our way to next. And they partner us up with another crazy son of a bitch. And before we go... Uh, they ask, Hey, do you want to use this power armor that we have? And he's like, No, that's for pussies.
1: And it's Master Chief's
0: armor. And it's Master Chief's armor laying there.
1: Like not even a parody of it, it's
0: just straight up Master Chief's armor. It does have a Duke Nukem logo on the helmet.
1: Yeah, but it's 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 the Spartan helmet.
0: Yes. And now, so there, I I your, wrote There's your your, your little nod.
1: So, yeah. And this is legit. Her her Master Chief is a pussy cuz he wears armor. Just <laughs> my notes were even like, yep. <laughs> Again though, I appreciate that they were going um uh I appreciate that they were they were going for something still. You know, I I it felt like like the master chef joke in Eat lead. You know what I mean. Like, didn't say anything about Halo. It was just we made a reference. That's not like that's my issue with uh, Ready Player One. You, you content is not just referencing things. You, you have to do something with that, and and that is the difference between Ready Player One and Eat Lead. Like, the, and, and Duke Nukem falls closer to the. Uh, side of Ready Player One. We are doing something with the content we are lifting. Even if you don't like the joke. Yeah. And I, 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 this falls flat, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending this. this is a shit joke. This is on par with the jokes that Duke Nukem used to make. Um, where he, uh, that's one doomed space marine. Hmm. That was a... And it was clearly the Doom guy like dead Um, and then uh, Shadow Warrior I think had Lara
0: Croft so you know it it reminded me of the joke from Battlefield Bad Company I think Bad Company 2 one of the guys were saying no we're going to go in because they'll send in the elite force who are just a bunch of pussies with heartbeat sensors on their guns which is obviously a dig at Call of Duty at the time and I was like, "Oh, I get that reference. It's not a good reference, but sure."
1: It's it's a reference. I it's guess a,
0: it's a reference.
1: It's, there was definitely referencing material done there, but not necessarily a good way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, it's. Oh man, so yeah, we go through the streets of ruined Las Vegas, and um. This is where we're introduced to the pig guys who throw red barrels at you and kill you in one hit. Mm-hmm. That's I never fun. died. I'm smart enough to shoot the barrels. Well, when I'm dealing with other guys and I don't see them until after the fact, <laughs> uh, they got me a few times.
2: Yeah, um, I actually love those guys because I was like, oh, these are the easiest guys in the whole game to kill. <laughs> Just got to hit that barrel one time. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is also when we finally get the Ripper, which I think is MVP.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is for me because it's got no like sway or recoil on it.
0: None at like, all. Like you could
2: j- you could just point it right at something and unload.
0: That's a fantastic weapon. Um, but yeah, going through here, we go through like some construction sites. There's a part where two idiots are talking about um, one guy taking a a chick out on a date and then he talks about saying he looked at his aunt's ass or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Then (laughs) they get killed immediately. Uh, And we have to have a guy uh, basically drive us via a crane. We're on like a platform. Oh,
1: you're jumping way ahead. Oh,
0: am I? What am I I forgetting here?
1: There's a point where the this crazy fucking uh, EDF troop sends you off with another guy and he blows open the door or there's like a crashed ship that he blows up and you go with this new guy and you're still moving through the streets of Las Vegas. I'm assuming you didn't get that reference?
0: No, I didn't get that reference at all. His
1: name is Jenkins. Oh, Leroy. (laughs) and he runs ahead and gets himself killed instantly and i went it was so it was so not made like i'm like private jenkins like go with uh, like i'm going to send you with duke and he seems all fine then he just he runs slightly ahead of you and gets blown up and i was like oh shit he died and i i paused the game because i it started to come to me and i'm like no oh, motherfucker that wasn't bad that was a that was like a, just a perfect amount of referencing for me to kind of have a giggle at it because it was like it didn't smack me in the face with it like it did with the uh art of the halo armor you know i yeah. again not timely but at the same time like it was just enough where it, if they had said private leroy jenkins i would have gone off for fuck's sakes
0: yeah i, they, I didn't get the, i didn't hear the, the jenkins part but i did hear duke say damn it leroy and I was like, okay, yeah. that was Leroy Jenkins, I guess. And then I just f- completely forgot about it.
1: Um, yeah. Then we we get a ride on a crane and shit. Ugh, this yeah,
0: this sucked. This is like the minecart level of Duke Nukem Forever. Um, and I, I have to say, I was kind of impressed here. So there's multiple destructible things here. Uh, Like, I was shooting, like, tons of guys and shooting at them, hitting, like, pillars and stuff like that. And they were breaking apart. I'm sure it was a canned animation, but I was like, oh, okay, so they have some kind of destructible environments here. I I was genuinely impressed with that.
2: Yeah, and if nothing else, it does at least allow you, like, you can chip away at it and then hit who's behind it. Yeah. So even if it's a bit canned, at least it has some
0: functional element to it. So, yeah, we did that did that a few times because i uh well uh, the pigs with the barrels hit me one time and yeah then you sit through that loading screen again but uh yeah uh then uh you get dropped off at the you're now in or at the outside of the duke dome and uh the guys are pulling your statue down (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, there there it's was a- the end it, at the end of the last level. There was the, the kind of big box fight.
0: Was that before or after the Duke Dome? Before, so was where before. you're in like the uh, like the crater almost. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fight the fight the battle lord. That's right. I was thinking that was after this. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that guy moves fast, faster than what I thought he would, because he caught up to me a bunch of times.
2: Yeah. And he
0: uh, un- unleashes some hell from the air. Yes. But I so, found a spot
1: to cheese it, and that's how I finished that battle.
0: Oh, I just kept running around <laughs> that main area right there and locking on with rockets.
1: I I, ducked, I got him to, like, stand behind the pillar, and I just ducked down right where the ammo crate was um, that was sort of in the water or whatever, and then I just kept, like, popping out. Shoot a uh, lock-on rocket and then duck back down.
0: There you go. Um, So you get a uh, ego boost there because you uh, you have to go execute him, and you rip off one of his horns, shove it into his eye, and then you humiliate him by punching him in the balls multiple times. Speed (laughs) bagging. You're speed bagging his balls. What what the fuck? (laughs) With this stupid fucking game, it's so stupid.
1: <laughs> now I should note, I one of my favorite games of all time, which now has a Duke Nukem reference in it. In terms of shooters, is Bolt Storm, which is the which is as, as far as you can go with just the dumbest shit. That game is super fucking stupid. It never once is taken like there's a character in the game that criticizes the main character for not taking it seriously. Um... That came out in uh, 2011, and so did Duke Nukem Forever, and Bullstorm's a much better game. <laughs> but um, it, it, yeah, it was just it's it's Bullstorm, but just not to the extent that Duke Nukem. Like Duke Nukem just seems to always like cross the line of, into the way too absurd. Yeah, like speed banking like some alien monsters nuts. All right yeah
0: but uh yeah then we that that's yeah we do that then we do the crane stuff yeah yeah
1: there was a portion in the duke dome say se- i think it's in the duke dome segment where there is a trailer that you yeah. have to enter oh man yep. yeah i finished that segment which is a which was a fair fight. Like it's not; it wasn't super easy because you're stuck in the trailer for the first portion. Then they tipped the trailer over, yeah, um, and got and guys ran out from the fence because like there was a hole blown in it. I went into that area and I honestly had no idea how to get out. I didn't realize that I had to go back to the fence that was there from the beginning and open it up. That was th- that's sometimes the issue with this game. Is I'm not sure what. I have like where I'm going next. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't
2: really have any good, real good indicator.
0: There is no indicator. That's because the next section right after that is when you have to do like the, the teeter totter thing with the, the barrels. Yep. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's the part I meant. Yeah. That was like, I was like, I I had to look at a fact. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And And I I felt dumb because,
2: yeah, and then and then as soon as you do that, I'm like, I, I mean, I guess I should have figured this out. It's not like it's, it's ridiculous, and I was like, oh, this is a, a neat new little twist on the gameplay, but there just wasn't any real I, – I wish that – this is the type of game where if you're going to play a, a demo game of Duke Nukem in the beginning of the game, I wish they would have given you a broader scope of what you will do throughout the game. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, it's a pretty common trope to show you all your powers and then take them away and have you restart at ground zero. But some way I wish that this game had been a little smarter about introducing some of these concepts before you actually need to use them with no training wheels. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, that's... I realize Half-Life 2 is not everybody's cup of tea, but that's kind of where Half-Life 2 is such a perfectly made game They give you a large sequence where all you are doing is running from enemies. So there's your mobility. And then it has segments where they stop having combat with you. Like, you you are just not in uh, any fear of, you know, dying. And they hand you a bunch of bricks. And it's already been made clear that you can pick stuff up. Or it's made clear here. They do one of the two. And then they're like kind of suggest like, hey, if you can pick up bricks and if you stand on this thing and it teeters back and forth, if you put the bricks down, like, oh, I can make this work. So later in the game, Mm -hmm. all the stuff they learned through that one segment is now applied in context of where there are guys shooting at you and stuff. Um, obviously, deal with the guys first, but th- it's the difference between having a tutorial that's, like, up front and the way that Super Mario Brothers sort of teaches you everything in the first five seconds. Like, oh, a Goomba comes out. If you touch a Goomba, it'll kill you. Oh, you can jump and hit bricks. Like, th- there's... There's ways to handle it. And yeah, Duke Nukem up until this point, or Duke Nukem Forever, today, up until this point, hasn't really had you do any physics puzzles like this.
0: Right. That's one of the greatest things, like, recently that has done that so well. And I don't, I, I actively do not like the person that made the game, but The Witness has, did, uh, yeah. did that so stinking well. Like, just going back and looking at some of those original puzzles, and then you're out in this world and you're saying, that looks like something I can interact with. And when you can, it's like, whoa, I did not realize I could do this. This opens up a whole nother world to me. Like, Yeah, I mean – It was so well done. We talk
2: a lot about smart games and that's the kind of thing that to me is the, is the marker of a smart game. And I guess maybe everybody, but it's just so obvious when it's not done well. And then you know, in a game when it is done well and you're given the tools to figure things out on your own, and then you actually are figuring things out, you know it, it it's such a different feeling that is is a little weird in this game because it's so jarring when you when you see it not done smoothly, yeah
0: so yeah, um, eventually make it like I said, to make it to that part where the the guys are pulling down Duke Nukem statue we murder them and yeah <laughs> that's that that is then where it then goes into uh, the part where the the trailer flips over and stuff like that after the trailer is then where you have to n- solve yet another puzzle where you have to find a battery for a, mm-hmm. a wrecking ball um machine um And I was like, okay, where did I find this battery? Ran around this entire area, and I was like, I don't know where I'm getting a battery. And then that's when I realized, oh, I need to jump on top of the crane itself and then reach this other area to where I can get a battery. And then you get attacked by another boss, which is the another enemy attack ship, I guess you'd say. I actually really liked
2: this fight. I didn't die, but I was on the verge of death. I felt like the entire battle.
0: I was... I I stood behind a thing of bricks that was the only thing that was not destroyed (laughs) and just popped out, shot a rocket, popped out, shot a rocket. And that was it. felt like I cheesed that battle.
2: Yeah, it's also interesting. A lot of the boss fights, you know, you have to use rockets and they've got... Unlimited rockets, essentially, your, your rocket launcher only holds five, but there 's all these ammo crates with unlimited refills yeah and so I, I like I like the idea at least of a boss fight where fighting the boss is one half of the battle, and figuring out how to navigate to your supply drop and back is the other half of the battle
0: well, my issue is, and this is one of the things that I love about doom. 2016, the newest Doom, and probably Doom Eternal, is that every enemy in the game can be killed by whatever weapons you have on you. Mm -hmm. The minute it popped up saying, oh, bosses can only be hurt by turrets and explosives, I was like, that's lame. Yeah, I agree. Give me the, give me, you give me these weapons and let me use every one of them to kill this boss. Don't make me, don't pigeonhole me into using two different types of weapons. You know, in Doom, like, you could take on the final boss with, you know, your shotgun if you wanted to. The, the pistol. Yeah, or the pistol. It doesn't matter. So, I don't know. That's, that's just me, though. Yeah, I, I guess I could go either way on it. So, yeah. So, good information to have next time a boss fight comes up. I need to use rockets or a turret. Chances are there's not a turret sitting around. Also, I don't want to be standing out in the open using a turret. So it sounds like I'm going to be running around with rockets.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you haven't met. Oh, fuck the next boss.
0: Is that where I have to stand out in the open using a turret?
1: No, no, it's you have to keep doing the same fucking thing over and over,
0: and yeah, it's, it's and effective.
1: and and it's not. I realized how stupid that sounded. It's not just shoot at the enemy over and over. You have to do a certain thing... Fuck it, I'll spoil it. I don't a shit. Um, you have to throw a grenade, you have to hit up one of these, like, the one of the bounce panels. It bounces, it hits another panel, and then you have to blow it up and then switch to your rocket launcher, which I have four weapons, so this is the only time it really fucking burns me to have four weapons to cycle through. Um, and, like, I'm holding Y on my Xbox One controller and having to choose... Which one's the rocket launcher, which isn't as distinguishable by the side view as I'd like. Um, and then fire rockets at this fucking thing. That's annoying. Um, that, that Again, if it, I could just hurt it with anything I had, it wouldn't be an issue. But because I have to use rockets, fucking annoying piece of shit. I, I hate it so much. I had the worst time with that boss. That was only- not fun.
2: You only have to use the pipe bomb once. After I don't that, it's use just it once? waiting in rockets.
1: Motherfucker.
2: So a- after, yeah, you use it once, and then after that, it's just waiting until she opens herself, which actually in this context is less sexual than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I did not know... Mother... Do you know how much time I would have saved?
2: Yeah, and you, do you don't even need to use much... the bounce pad the one time you... <laughs> the one time you do need to use the pipe bomb, you don't need to use the bounce pad.
1: I... I spent probably 40 minutes. 40 fucking minutes dying because I kept running... Oh, God. God.
0: <laughs> What's well, good information for me to have?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I went to the map. Apparently, I'm an asshole. You Cause... fucking did the boss wrong.
0: Because <laughs> <Is this laughs> the next section is the hive where we fall yep. fall deep you, down into underground. Where you tickle the anus doors open. <laughs> yeah.
1: How ridiculous is that? Great. Coochie coochie. Yeah. Right. Um. That's rice up. So. <laughs> and you didn't play any f- into the level. No. Into the hive. No. Alright, well, I'll end this episode so I'm not starting with negativity next time. Um, uh, unless we're going into
0: the hive. No. Nah, nah I, I mean, I didn't go okay. any farther, but I mean, if you want to go, right. go ahead.
1: There's one part here that... Uh, let me just pull up the review, because uh, Destructoid's review of Duke Nukem Forever is not favorable, um, because Jim Sterling... Reviewed it, um, and uh, let me just read the quote that when you pull when you search "Destructoid Duke Nukem Forever," the quote that shows up on the preview is the reality of Duke Nukem Forever is that it's absolute garbage and should have stayed confined to the bowels of development hell. Um, so you know it's gonna be you know a favorable review. Uh, Duke or not, Duke 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 Nukem Forever got a two, yeah. Um, (laughs) written by Jim Sterling. So, Jim Sterling had an issue with the portion of, and uh, I'm not I'm not pulling this just to cause issues or, or or again hate on Jim Sterling. And I actually don't mind the guy. I don't like his product. There's a difference. Um, I remembered it from his review though in the next portion, we find out what's happened to all the women that the aliens have captured, including the Wholesome Twins. And, uh, the Wholesome Twins see Duke, and they... Duke, you have to save... What's What's happening to us, Duke, or whatever? And Duke says, looks like you're fucked. And then they, uh, look pregnant very quickly, and then they explode, and aliens crawl out of them, uh, where their bodies were. So... Jim Sterling said this was a rape joke. I... I I mean, I guess any alien probing and stuff is. Uh, at that point, is alien... You know, to some extent that... Because an alien impregnates, you know, through the mouth... And then it bursts out your chest. I, I, I have no idea. Um, The joke... Like, it's not a funny portion... It's a dumb moment, but I remembered that vividly, and when I got to this segment, I'm like, yeah, this still isn't as bad as what he makes it out to be. Again, I'm not going to defend this game. It's totally like a you know subjective thing, whether or not you hate it, but it's definitely not the worst thing ever made, and it's definitely not like a 2 on a 10 scale, especially when Deadly Premonition got a 10 from the same guy. I love that game. That game is not good.
0: No, that game is not.
1: It runs very poorly. Yeah. But it just, I would, that, that's a thing that when you get to that segment, uh, Drew, let me know what you think, because I'm going to be honest with you. I, it's such a nothing moment from a game where a bunch of women are A, attached to the ground, like the people are attached to the wall and aliens. Um, yeah,
2: attached and, to the ground, but also sort of gigantic penises. Penises,
1: yeah, that's maybe. Done. Yeah, some of them are. Real cool. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It wasn't like it wasn't. To, it wasn't that nasty of a joke. I mean, there is other jokes in this game so far that I found more inappropriate than. a Your fucked joke, where then the people explode and alien babies crawl out. It was it was an odd thing for a review to mention, or it was either a video review or the review on Destructoid, and I just went really. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. I'll definitely get to it. So we're going. You to... will.
1: It's a it's a it, that's like, that whole portion of the game is hard to see. Have fun.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to stop there. Um, I'm going to try to finish this game. I this I don't have time to play video games anymore. But um uh we're gonna try to finish Duke Nukem forever. Um If you'd like to send us an email, there's no emails this week, but if you'd like to send us an email, it's Drew at ztgd.com. You can follow us all on Twitter. I am at DMO Fury, Matt is at R E M G S, and Anthony is at Intersect. The podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down, and yeah, we're gonna continue playing through Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, the next game—have we already confirmed what our next game is going to be? Is are we gonna do our RPG, our bad RPG?
2: Yeah, I think we should. It's a nice change of pace from these last two shooters. That's true. And we'll
1: have, and, and given the fact that after Duke Nukem, we will have a week where there is no podcast it'll give
0: us a little bit of time to get into it yeah that's true uh but yeah our next game is going to be bound by flame uh so yeah that'll be our rpg bad rpg uh who knows we may do another bad rpg later on but this is going to be the big one for us but that's it for us we're going to get out of here um yeah Duke Nukem forever. I whatever. It that, that's that's how I feel. Duke Duke Nukem Duke. whatever. Yeah. It's just the shrug emoji. Yeah. It, that's the, that's
1: the that's the that's the review quote on the back of the, It's just the
0: person shrugging. Yeah. I just really don't I, don't I don't know. I don't feel either way with this game. I have I don't really have much nostalgia for Duke Nukem. I mean, I've played all like all the Duke Nukem 3D games, sure. I mean, back then when I was a kid, oh, it's showing women's breasts. Yeah, because I was. You can throw money at the boobs. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's you know, okay. But I, that, now it's like why? I will
1: say this right now: Duke Nukem 3D was really cool because it encouraged a lot of exploration in the level and it wasn't just doom where like all the wall like it actually felt like a world rather than doom which is kind of abstract still um and i really like the first duke nukem game because of the gameplay or not first duke nukem first duke nukem first person shooter duke nukem 3d i i like that game for the reason that it is fun to play I don't give a shit about Duke Nukem's quotes. It's never been the draw for me for Duke Nukem. Um, and this game lacks a lot the secrets and stuff, which, uh, funny enough, Shadow Warrior kept. Shadow Warrior has a bunch of secrets in it. And it's a much
0: better game. Well, oh, there you go. But that's it for us. We're going to get out of here. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Anthony. And uh, we're going to be out of here. We're going to continue our playthrough of the bad game Duke Nukem Forever. Hope you guys have a great week. I messed up my outro. Hell to the king, baby. I've got all to steal. All to steal. One disease and I'm the cure I'm twice the Duke I used to be Now that's a force to be reckoned with I ain't got time to bleed Duke's on the ball Ready for action Ready. Go climb aboard In a perfect world And I'm a cure I'm twice the duke I used to be That's a force to be reckoned with I ache, I'm time to bleed